uh, start off here and uh, by saying, um, you know, first of all, um, you know, for all of you, I appreciate, um, you know, the cooperation and, and um, you know, the efforts that, uh, you know, all of you have made to, um, you know, work through the challenges that we've had this season. And um, I appreciate that, you know, and I appreciate the connection that, you know, you have to the fans and, and how interested they are in the team. It just hasn't been a, you know, normal year for us here, but, um, you know, I know it's been um, challenging for all of us and, and I appreciate, uh, you know, what all you have, all of you have done to um, help us help the team and, and um, you know, have as much cooperation as we can to make this, to make it work. And we, we made it work. So thank you for that. Um, as I said yesterday, uh, you know, we, we put everything uh, that we had into the, the Jets game today. Uh, the players will be in. We have some things logistically to take care of in the next uh, couple of days to really bring closure to the 2020 season. Um, so uh, we'll be doing that. And um, then at, at some point, Yes. Yeah, so then at some point we'll um, be moving on to, uh, you know, starting to prepare for uh, next year and so forth. But really there's a lot of, a lot of loose ends to tie up here um, uh, for this year. Um, certainly we'll be dealing with some, um, uh, you know, protocols and still, um, you know, working through, you know, health and safety uh, issues and so forth that, um, well, you know, we'll just be part of this off season. They'll probably be a little different. Will definitely be different than what they've been in the past. So, uh, you know, things like that. Uh, so in terms of, uh, you know, next year and all that, I'm sure, you know, there are plenty of questions about that. Uh, in all honesty, really haven't done anything there. Um, certainly haven't made any decisions and other than talking about some logistical things, um, haven't, you know, really haven't done anything. So, uh, there isn't really too much for me to say about that. Um, so just a quick reflection for me on the on the year would be, um, as I said yesterday, how much I uh, respect and appreciate uh, the team and the staff and the sacrifices that uh, everyone has made uh, for uh, so that we could even have a season so we could play football and and play it competitively. And, um, you know, we worked hard throughout the course of the year to improve, to, um, you know, try to move to, you know, a higher level, which, which we did, um, again, still fell short of where we wanted to be I'm not saying that, but I appreciate everybody's, uh, effort and, uh, you know, we all learned a lot. I certainly learned a lot uh, as a coach, I had to coach, and do things things that I've never done before. Do things differently, uh, and I learned a lot about our players. Uh, it's a very educational year uh, from all the uh, social justice uh, meetings and um, things that we had in the spring, which carried over into the season. I think our team did a a great job of that. We had great leadership from um, Jason, Devin, Matt, and many others. Um, 
uh, Brandon Kane, guys that are involved in just, you know, many, many different aspects uh, of that. But most importantly, just bringing the awareness within the team um, uh, for each other and us getting to know each other and appreciate each other's uh, background, story, and, um, you know, thoughts. And, and that was very, um, again, educational for me uh, as well as everybody else. I think we all benefited from it. And, um, again, things that we've done this year that will help us going forward. Um, I would certainly, you know, fall into that category, maybe probably at the top of that category. So, um, as I said, we'll we'll wrap things up, and um, you know, and then and then move on. Uh, we'll see how things go in terms of um, scouting the combine. Um, the salary cap and so forth. There are a lot of, really a lot of unknowns, a lot of question marks at this time. Uh, where normally, uh, I would say I've, I've been able to plan out a, um, you know, a schedule that's pretty accurate that we could stick to through the course of the spring. Um, at this point, you know, a lot of those questions have yet to be answered, so we can't definitively provide direction as to what we'll do, how we'll do it, or what our opportunities will be. Um, so uh, we'll take that as it comes. Um, in the meantime, do things that we can do um, in terms of you know, self-evaluation and self-scouting and uh, things like that. So um, that's really pretty much where we stand uh, at this point. So got a lot of work to do. Um, and we'll we'll do what we can when we can, and and try to be as productive and efficient um, as possible. We'll open up for questions. We'll start with Alan Siegel, followed by Ben Vola. Thanks, Jason. Morning, Bill. Morning, Al. Bill, you just talked about the fact that you got work to do in terms of self-scouting and, and things of that nature and, and, and what your posture is going to be, you know, going forward. But when you get into these meetings in terms of, of using your experience, what is it that determines your posture, whether you have an aggressive posture, whether you are a little bit more conservative? And might this year going forward, because of the season you just had, be a year that you might be a little bit more aggressive than usual in doing some things? Uh, well, I think we always, uh, Alan, try to do what's best for the football team. Um, and that's a combination of long-term and short-term. Um, honestly, I don't know how we could be any more aggressive than we were for the last five years. Um, and, you know, that provided, I'm talking about the 14 to 18 period. Um, even though, well, last year, I'll throw last year in there too, and last year. Um, and so for the last six years, really. Um, and so there's a residual to that. Um, but I would say we've always, we're always trying to be aggressive. We're always trying to improve the team in any way we can, whether that's a, a play, a technique, uh, a personnel decision, um, whatever it is. And we evaluate every single thing that we do. Uh, we evaluate it on a 
regular basis. Uh, some things are done weekly, some things are done monthly, some things are done at the end of a particular period of activity. Um, you know, as we go through a, a normal year cycle. Um, so uh, I, w I wouldn't characterize it as anything different than what we've always done, which is to try to do what, the best that we can for our football team. Now, again, that takes into consideration, um, you know, some, some long-range planning, which we have to have, but well, a lot of short-range planning too, you know. Thanks. Next question, Ben Volan, followed by Bob Sosa. Good morning, Bill. Hey, Ben. A uh, couple questions about the quarterbacks. Uh, I know you've spoken a lot uh, about working with Cam Newton this year, but overall, uh, what, just what was the experience like in working with him, and, and what kind of time frame do you expect in making a decision whether you want him to return next year? Yeah, I don't know anything about a time frame. Um, and again, I think I've expressed my my thoughts about Cam multiple times over the year, especially yesterday. Nothing's changed. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll just look at look at everything in the off season. As I just said, it's uh, you know take a full evaluation of all the things that we do and have done, and look forward. And I'm sure you know as as we do every year, we'll want to modify some things and again we've learned a lot this year there's some things that we did this year that we've never done before how much some of those will or won't be a part of things going forward uh, I don't know we'll certainly evaluate them um, even if things went back to let's call it normal there might be some things that we'd want to change based on our experience this year that were new and we felt that we were productive um, so we'll just you know take our time and and be thorough with those you know, we, we do a regular self-scout, and again, we do a periodic review, you know, um, of everything, but it's a little harder to do during the season just to be as thorough as, as you want to be, um, you know, because of the urgency of the next game. And we don't have a next game right now, so this gives us a better opportunity to again, try to make the decisions that are best for the football team, both based on past experiences and on future impending decisions. Uh, wanted to ask you a quick follow-up also about the, the plan at quarterback for the season. You came out of free agency in the draft with only Brian Hoyer and Jared Stidham and then waited until uh, the summer to, to sign Cam Newton. When you look at the team's production, 7-9 record, you know, last in the league in passing touchdowns, um, do you think you did enough at quarterback for this year? Uh, well, again, I would say that throughout the course of the year, uh, you know, you always try to do what's best for the team uh, at that point in time and, and for the time frame that you're working through. So, so that's what we did. That's what we'll continue to do. Um, you know, we can always look back and, you know, second-guess things that were or weren't done. Um, but I'd say really the most important thing for us is to look at 
at future decisions and try to make the best ones that we, we can. Next question, Bob Sosi, followed by Mike Reese. Good morning, Bill. Hey, Bob. Bill, last week you touched on uh, something regarding uh, the volume and maybe the complexity of information, uh, teaching young players multiple positions. And with the uncertainty of the spring ahead, what did you learn from the experience this year and how might that change you know, the way that you try to assimilate the young players or advance these young players, particularly the first and second year guys, uh, considering, uh, again, the challenges of uh, teaching them the complexities of the schemes and understanding you know, you know, what you're trying to accomplish offensively, defensively, uh, and as well, you know, trying to make sure that they maximize the time to improve this offseason. Uh, well, I'd say a short answer to that would be the limited value of the virtual meetings and the maximum value of in-person meetings and walkthroughs. So, uh, you know, what, what do you think you're getting done in a virtual meeting and I would say what's actually accomplished are, you know, two very different things because it's, it's so hard to, to measure and gauge the feedback. Uh, which you can do in person in a walkthrough or in a meeting scenario. So uh, we found over the course of the year that those were, were uh, I can't even put a percentage on it, but they were infinitely more productive than virtual meetings. Virtual meetings are fine for dissemination of some, uh, say, basic information, general information, but in terms of a team working together, um, especially a team that doesn't have a lot of experience together, um, and that was true in certain positions. Uh, I don't think there's, I don't think there's a great benefit to it. There's some, but it's not, not anything close to what doing it another way would be. In, in retrospect, how much do you think that affected? Uh, the production, particularly early in the season, for younger players especially. Yeah, I don't know. Just we had a choice to do it. I know what the preference was for the players and the staff, and that's yeah. That that say that that if that's if there's an option, that's the option we would take. If there's no option, then. There's no option. Right. right. Thanks, Bill. Next question, Mike, please, followed by Tom Kern. Hey, Bill, when, when you look back at the totality of the season, uh, how much did the COVID shut down, I guess, uh, right before the week four game? Um, how would you sort of characterize how that affected the, the overall season? Yeah, I mean, I think we talked about that at the time. And in subsequent weeks, so I mean, I don't have anything to add to it now, Mike. And one other follow-up, just one theme in listening to you talk is just how much you you learned uh, in a lot of areas this season. And I'm I'm curious, what are some of the things you that you learn, maybe even about yourself, that keep you motivated to keep going into a 47th um, NFL season? 
Yeah, I don't know. It's um, look. I'm gonna try to do whatever I can to help our football team uh, in whatever way I can. So things that I've learned, I'll try to apply and maximize the benefit from them, and try to take the experience that I've had, whether from year one to whatever the years were in between, to certainly this last year because things were this year probably closer to what they're going to be next year, if I had to guess, um, you know, how to best utilize those. So, I'm going to take three, two final questions. Tom Kern, Andrew Callahan. Hey, Bill. Um, what are some of the challenges that your scouting staff is experiencing because of the limitations posed by COVID? And how much more difficult might some of these evaluations be because of opt-outs and lack of ability to get out for visits, etc. Uh, well, yeah, first of all, Tom, I don't know uh, what the options or opportunities are going to be in the spring. Like, that hasn't been um, defined yet. So um, they were very limited last year. It was only a couple days, really. Uh, and then information from workouts came from um, like independent combines and colleges kind of did their own pro days and then sent you the results and things like that. So uh, we'll, we'll see what it is this spring. You know, I don't know if if this spring is the same as last spring, then it'll be about the same as last spring, you know, virtual um, interviews with the players and um, you know, information as you can get it and so forth. Uh, in terms guys. of, in terms of the past, um, sure you know, the, no NFL scout was, you know, allowed on campus to, you know, talk to players, talk to coaches or watch practice or anything like that. There were games that you could, you know, buy tickets to, to go to the game. Um, but, you know, that's the way it was for the entire league. So, again, how all that will be going forward, I don't know. Um, you know, it limited, obviously, exposures. And as you said, there were some players that opted out. Um, that's uh, similar but different to, you know, a player that was injured and, and missed, the, you know, missed his senior year or missed his last year or miss most of his last year and is still draft eligible. You just have to evaluate what, what you have to evaluate. So, um, you know, less, less information is less information. I mean, I don't, that's really all there is to it. Um, and what we'll be able to do this spring or what we won't be able to do um, is yet to be determined. Um, but I think we should plan for you know, probably less than more than what it's been historically. Now, compared to last year, I don't know. We'll have to, we'll just have to wait and see. But we haven't gotten anything definitively about how the combine will be done. Um, you know, we can look at teams like, or, you know, leagues like the NBA and, and see what they did with their combine. Maybe NFL combine will be similar to that. You know, maybe it won't. I don't know. So we'll, we'll just have to see all that goes in the, in terms of the spring uh, scouting and, and information gathering process.
but the fall scouting is basically done off a of film and you know whatever virtual or phone call communication could be done with you know a staff member or a pro liaison or you know however the the colleges set it up thank you welcome and final question andrew callahan uh, good morning, Bill. I know you mentioned this, the schedule of the next couple of weeks is fairly fluid, but when do you expect to dive into the self-scouting portion of that and self-evaluation, you know? Uh, well, right now we're really putting the, putting the final touches of uh, putting that in place so we we can do it more efficiently. So making sure that things are uh, organized and um, and and the information is is set up in a way that it's um, you know say most easily attainable or um, most easily or readily available to be analyzed and and looked at um, so I think everybody, you know, has had a look. Everybody's put a lot into this season. Um, it's really been a daily, you know, a daily process um, since you know late July. Um, you know, there was no no bye week. There was no you know. It's really very. There's no break. There's no break in the testing. There's no break in the you know availability of everyone pretty much on every day. So. Uh, yeah, I think we can all use a you know breath of fresh air um, and, and a break to get away from things for a period of time. But during that time, I'm sure that uh, you know I know our staff and and even though we're away, we'll we'll still have access to information. We'll start working on it, and when we you know come back, you know after that period, then we'll we'll eventually get to everything. You know, we'll have to prioritize what what comes first and what comes second and what comes third. But, you know, there, there's a list of things that we'll accomplish before, uh, certainly the deadlines, um, you know, the start of free agency, the start of draft, the start of whatever OTAs are or aren't. Uh, but we'll, we'll get things done well ahead of that schedule, but it'll be a combination of, you know, working through, um, working through all those, all those things. Now, I understand, as you said, it's a list of priorities that you want to make. Do you have any areas when you get to making that list that you know will be at the top of, of things you need to want to address this offseason, certain areas? Yeah, again, we, we would address everything. I mean, everything's important. Uh, yeah, something's got to go at the top and something's got to go, you know, 10th and something's got to go 20th. But, you know, we're not going to ignore something just because it's lower on the list than then number one, I mean, we'll, we'll address everything. You know, some things are more important than others. Um, but again, there's some things you can control the timing on and some things you can't. So if you can control the timing on it, then that's sometimes easier to do. Um, but if you can't control the timing and you don't know when, when things are going to happen, um, then you just kind of have to take them as they come. So, there's certainly an element of um, not knowing, you know, what what opportunities and and what 
options might be available um, like what we have sitting here today and what we're gonna have a month from now and what we're gonna have six weeks from now and what we're gonna have two months from now you know, I don't think you can tell us that I don't think we can predict it with certainty um, I think there are options there I think there are things that you can look at but you know some of those may or may not materialize and so I think you have to be prepared if they do you also have to be prepared if they don't uh, so those are I mean that's kind of that's the way it always is uh, you have to you know have to have a, a degree of flexibility and and if you can capitalize on on, a, on an opportunity that's unexpected then you know that could be a that could be a good thing but everything that is going to happen is is not on the table right now far from it um, so and in terms of players which is I'm sure is what you're asking about I mean there there are players who are unrestricted free agents that uh, will be signed by their teams that will not be unrestricted uh, free agents and there are players that are under contract uh, with teams that will be released just like there are every year. So it's not like this has never happened before, but that's just the facts. So like in terms of players, what, what are all those things and so forth? And what are the specifics that go with them? I mean, that's, that's certainly not definitive now. And I wouldn't expect it to be for honestly quite a while. So we'll see. All right. Well, thank you. Appreciate everyone's, um, cooperation and look forward to catching up down the road here safe travels thank you very, thank you very much coach thank, thank you, you.